Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Millennial Verses. Today, the team and I will be discussing breaking generational patterns. What is a generational pattern, why it is so important to address, and what patterns we plan to break within our own families. But before we get started, we're going to start with the definition. The definition of a generational pattern is the behavior or attitudes that are passed down from one generation to another through learned behavior. With that definition, what are some of the patterns that you have found within your own family that you would like to break? In my family, like, I will say, we, we're all individuals. Like, I'm just thinking about not just immediate family, like, cousins, their cousins. Like, they have special talent, you know, in some way. They're very skilled at certain things. And they're entrepreneurs in their own way. But a common pattern that I've realized is truly, say, taking that risk, like, truly amplifying the works that are amplifying your skills to the degree and level that it really could go, you know, if you just dream a little more outside, like say the walls of Arkansas regionally. So I guess a pattern I realized is just, just keeping like ideas, say small, if that makes sense, not really taking that leap of Mm -hmm. faith. Um, When it comes to that true leap of faith, there's hesitation and comfortability. I feel like just within that is like, yes, there is success, but to what degree of success are you measuring that at where, you have me that's, I mean, I think worldwide, like, I want that, I want things to touch everywhere, you know? Like, I don't want to just be comfortable in Arkansas or this region. So it's just things like right. that, a pattern I realize, just taking that leap of faith, there hasn't been someone at least striking out to me right now that has really taken that, what I know, like, where I can say, like, hey, they're they're truly jumping right now. Would you say that you have plans or you have maybe not concrete plans, maybe ideas of how you would like to do that for your life? Yeah, um, no, for sure. And yeah, like kind of on that question, like I can say like they're definitely like people, like just members of my family, I can tell like they're working, like they're doing what they can do for sure, you know, and they're taking yeah. that. Um, but for me thinking like how do I really scale that? How do I, in my eyes, very ambitious eyes, like, make it like a legacy when someone says leave a legacy for your family like to me that means like mm. generations like they're gonna know like Tolliver Lane Davis did this so like, that's just literally planning now like having to work through yeah I'm working corporate right now um just it's in the space I want but like literally just dreaming you know putting that space out there finding those opportunities like even taking chances like this um as Keenan invited us like me on part of millennial versus just sharing my voice to how I want to really dream and do this, you know, because you don't know if someone's going to hear that or not, but you just keep driving down. You know what you want. The opportunities will come. As I said before, um, jokingly in the first episode, I love crystals manifest that. Like if you dream big, someone else, another big dreamer is going to come along and they're going to feel that you have that common connection and just spark that says, Hey, I want this. And I'm not going to step on your toes to get it, but like we can get this like calmly aligned, like, share ideas literally like this, like with you or like just talk and trust that, Hey, I want this. Like, this is just me. You never know what's going to happen. So yeah. How about you, Keenan? What's something that you feel like is a pattern that you're sort of wanting to break or wanting to sort of, you know, differ for the next generation? Honestly, when it comes to understanding mental health better, I want to understand my children better. Um, I want to understand how to, be the parent that they need me to be 
if that makes sense. I also want to push my my future children, if there are some, um, to not feel stifled. I think I, I, Arkansas is great, but I don't feel like I want to be here long term. But if I am and I have kids here, um, hopefully there will be I, I, I want to push my kids to be the best that they can whether that means being in Arkansas or gone and really just shooting for the for the sky and not being stifled in life, not feeling the need to stay here. Because I, I think especially in Arkansas, a lot of people who are born here are raised here and stay here. And it's like, it's okay to grow. It's okay to move around. It's okay to go about, accomplish whatever you want to accomplish, even if it is somewhere else. Don't feel so scared to grow, which change is my biggest fear so it's coming coming from me it's it's um yeah it's something what about you though amelia what do you feel like you something you want to take to your your future or your kids so for me my parents did a really great job of trusting me to make my own decisions and really treating me like a full autonomous person which Mm. agency is so important for children or for like developing minds in general like you have to be able to foster that confidence in your child that they can take care of themselves. They can make their own decisions. They've got this, you know? Right. And they did that really well on a practical level, on a skill level. But I feel like the emotional side of that was very foreign to them. And I'm just like a very emotional person. So we struggled (laughs) in that way, you know, trying to Mm -hmm. find that kind of common ground of, what is being too dramatic and what is, you know, I'm looking for a need that needs to be met. You know what right. I mean? Trying to find that balance with my own kids is something that I would like to look for. You know, I just feel like it was a different generation for my parents. Like they're probably so much more emotionally yes. intuitive than their parents. Yes. And it's just like a constant. We just do a little bit better every time. You know, we do what we can. I'll say it this way, piggybacking off of what you just said, um, without sharing too much, I had an issue with my family, similar to like you were saying, where I felt like my emotions were not being validated. And I, you know, would kind of try to explain it to them several different ways. I'm a pretty good communicator, I would like to say. I you know, would say certain things to them. And I just felt like they weren't quite understanding it. And I would just get so frustrated. And finally, I told one of my friends, you know, they don't get it, blah, blah, blah. And he told me, I I promise you, it's the thing that it's changed my relationship with my family as a whole. He said, you're so focused on breaking these generational curses, these generational patterns. And I was like, yes. And I, I wish they would understand that I really am trying to just do better, be better for my future. He said, that's great, and, and I applaud you for that, but don't forget, that's for the people coming after you. You can't do anything about the ones that are already here. Continue to communicate, continue to educate, continue to do the best that you can, but at the same time, understand that they are already who they are, so you can't do anything about that. And that has changed the way that I operate with my family and the way that I view my family and the way that I understand my family so much better it's truly changed our our relationship as a whole right trying to love people where they are and meet them where they are yeah absolutely i definitely agree in terms of like generational sort of 
differences. I can't say that there's necessarily a thing that I can pinpoint about my family that I feel like is sort of like sort of really specific or something that I know that like we've dealt with, but I definitely feel like our generation is better at sort of like mental health days. Like my mom probably wouldn't even know what that is, you know? Um, or like my mom, um, uh, did a job for a while that she didn't enjoy. And then because of certain events, she ended up working at a different job and like now she loves it. And I'm just not the person to stay at a job that I don't like. Like, I've got to have a purpose, you know? <laughs> like, and I feel like I understand sort of parents, grandparents, you know, um, especially because, like, my mom grew up really poor. So it's like if you have to have a job or if, so if you're in the situation where you kind of have to do whatever you can do to sort of, um, you know, put food on the table, then that's you know, understandable. Like I'm privileged enough to be able to sort of, um, you know, if I don't like this job, I, I could find another job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's something that our generation is, is really good at is sort of like looking after ourselves and not allowing sort of corporate America mm-hmm. to sort of dictate how we live our lives, especially in the age of sort of like remote working and working from home, especially after COVID. Like that's definitely sort of, more popular for people i'd say but you know what we're so fortunate we are as black youth generations that came prior to us they really had to work a little bit differently to get to where they were so you really Mm -hmm. have to appreciate all the effort and all of the work that they've put in and it's like hey you guys are here at this base level and you know we you started here at this base level and we appreciate that and look at where you guys were able to take it now where you guys were able to take it that's now our base level and we appreciate you guys for that so now we're pushing through that ceiling and we're breaking these barriers for the generations coming prior Mm -hmm. after after us so we appreciate you and we respect your position but you know we do things a little bit differently so i I think it's all about appreciating appreciating both yeah. yeah. Perspectives. I think something that's been important for me, especially last year having an, an election, is I'm uh, biracial. So my dad is black, my mom is white. And um, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that black women didn't have the right to vote until like the 1960s. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was very important that I voted because I feel like I am making sort of the people that came before me proud, especially my. Uh, African-American side. Um, So obviously, regardless of of who you vote for or, you know, what you sort of stand for, I I mean, I hope that you would stand on sort of very moral ground, obviously. But everybody has their different reasons for (laughs) for voting for different people. But I feel like especially as, um, you know, me being a a black American, uh, sort of identifying with the black community, that it was important for me to sort of vote. And it was very uh, strange for me to be able to understand uh, black Americans who didn't want to vote um, just because I feel like people who came before us had worked so hard to, to have that right. So I definitely understand what you're, what you're saying and where you're coming from. Like, you know, that was their starting point and we have a different starting point and we should sort of respect like where, how far that they have brought us. Yeah, I think that's very well said by both of you. Um, because how I think about it is, it's 
yes, they built the foundation for us to walk on today. But I think a lot of big misconception of it is really thinking about millennials and even Generation Z going down is, is we see this foundation we don't respect and we're trying to crumble it and recreate a new one. And I don't think that's it. I think we're literally just trying to expand it with these new resources. There's just a lot changing right now. And we have different yeah, perspectives yeah. to expanding it. And even like at emotional levels, we go about things differently, which may be differently from the generation before where you don't speak up about certain things because that's not the way to do things. But like you said, KJ, we're changing those different types of ways. And even like you said, Laura, like going on those different starting points, we're creating opportunities for ourselves in different ways to where it may seem confusing that we're not respecting what came before. We're complaining about what came before. Like, we don't have that streamline of morals and values. It's like, no, we don't. It's, we respect them. We're carrying them through, like, say for my family, that tenacity or like that will and that trust, you know, but we're just showing in different ways. And I think that's the hardest thing as we think about breaking these generational patterns to let the generation before us know, like, hey, we respect you, but looking forward and thinking about what's coming next for us and what we want to see and what's truly coming to value to us now is where we need to expand this current base, not just go up with it, but expand it outward so it can continue to touch so many people. So I don't know. I loved yeah. what you both said. Absolutely. I definitely feel like there's always sort of, uh, we're always going to improve whether the generation before us views it as improvement or not. <laughs> yeah. um, I think we all have our own, each generation sort of has their own definition for that. But yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I bet it can be frustrating, though, as an as an older generation to be like, ah, I just thought, you know, at this point in time, we would be here and, you know, we're not there. We're here. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. that's not what we envisioned. But I, I think, you know, as an older generation, you kind of got to accept what is and accept the good about certain things. Yeah. You leave me a question I want to ask you all that is kind of thinking about this. How do you go about speaking with someone that's an older generation where you know you may see things differently, but you want to like truly have that conversation where you're confident with how, like where your feet stand now, like you're saying, no, I truly believe this. And you encounter where you have that slight trust, like within your family to where you're like, I might be able to dive down this. Like, have you guys ever had to do that or go about that? Good, good question. So I feel like the oldest sort of generation I talk to is my mom. Um, my grandparents have uh, passed away. So, and my grandparents had nine kids. So it's kind of like I wasn't ever super close with my grandparents in terms of like seeing them all the time. So I feel like when it comes to talking to my mom um, and we have a good relationship. So obviously like depending on, on your relationship with, with the person that you're talking to, things could be different. But I definitely feel like if things relate to my life or if I'm living it out, like I be the example to her or if it's sort of um, things that I sort of believe or, you know, definitely approach it with kindness because no one wants to feel like they're being judged. Like, I don't want to feel like I'm being judged. I don't want someone to point their finger at me and tell me like, oh, you're wrong because you think this way, you know, like, um, uh, and even if I am wrong for, for, you know, thinking a certain way, like I would like someone to just speak to me with kindness and be like, Hey, like, have you thought about this? You know, like, so, um, I definitely feel like there's always going to be, at least in my situation with my mom, there's always going to be things that we're not going to agree on just because 
her life experience has taught her something while my life experience has taught me something else. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just we have different um, sort of opinions and experiences. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. That's one thing that I struggle with. Um, I, th- I think it's because my family as a whole is they're very uh, conservative. And I wouldn't say that I'm not conservative. I'm conservative on certain things and certain things I'm not. I, I, I guess it's cons- I, I'm conservative when it makes sense for me or when it when it when I feel like it makes sense. Um, so with having conversations with my family as a whole, I sometimes have to dial it back and just be like, because I, I just get so frustrated in the moment. I'm like, how can you think that? And then I have to think, wait a minute, Keenan. They're thinking the same thing about you. So bring it back, dial it back, and and work on your delivery. So that's one of the things that, especially over the past year with everything that has gone on with the Black Lives Matter movement and with elections, I've really had to make sure that everything I say is with intention. Everything yeah. that I say is with purpose. Everything that I say is respectful. Even if I feel like I've been disrespected, I'm learning the difference between am I being disrespected or do I feel disrespected? Those are two different things. So I'm learning how to decipher what the difference is and learning when to educate and when to also just explain like, Hey, I understand this is a very difficult conversation to have in general. I I don't appreciate what you're, you know, how you're speaking to me or something like that. If it's, if that's how it's going on for the need to educate at all times. So with my family, my dad is in politics, so he's very, very good at being in the middle, you know, seeing both sides and finding a way to find common ground. I've noticed between the two of us, I struggle with that a little bit more than he does because I tend to value progress over everything. I feel like that's part of the condition of being young or maybe it's just a trait of our generation we're so passionate and we want things to happen so quickly. I feel like there's a lot, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to get those things done and to make things happen. So then when we see older generations kind of putting their heels in or saying, well, what about this? And we're like, oh, it has to happen now, now, now. You know, it's life or death. It's super urgent. We're just on fire for these things. And then they're coming at it from a more like, empathetic point of view like for the for the people for the actual people less the views and more the actual people that hold the views trying to figure out how I'm going to reach across and help this person understand and find some common ground that's really been like it's a grace and an art at the same time because I mess it up all of the time I just get so passionate and emotional and then (laughs) he's really good at like trying to bring me back to center you know Mm -hmm. and being like okay you know you need to check yourself really really quickly take a deep breath yeah take a deep (laughs) breath and then I'm like okay okay yeah yeah but you know you understand that I'm passionate but and then here he is saying well this is how the other people feel you know they're also equally as passionate it's just different for them and trying to find the best way to show them that you do care about them you know and show them how it's beneficial for them you know to care about this group that maybe they haven't thought about their perspective yet Mm because that's a lot of it I've noticed a lot of people 
it's just been their experience that that perspective right. just hasn't occurred to them until someone has said, hey, this is going on. And then they feel immediately guilty for not having acknowledged it in the past. And I think that's part of why people kind of hold back. And there's a gentleness that you have to have with them through that, like trying to find the right way to approach them. So they don't feel judged, like Laura was saying. Absolutely, because if somebody feels, I mean, I I can only imagine, I know how I am. If I feel attacked, <laughs> conversation is over. Yes. I'm not hearing anything that you're saying. So you definitely have to make sure that you work on your delivery with, with a lot of that. Yeah. I, I agree completely. Uh, if you know better, you do better. It's that simple, but but difficult at the same time. We have to unlearn old negative patterns and past traumas that have been built into our families for generations. Learning new behaviors is not only beneficial to ourselves and our future families, but for society as a whole. Thank you again to our audience for tuning in. Uh, you have no idea what it means to us. Hopefully you guys were able to learn something from us just as we were able to learn something from each other. Be sure to follow us on at Millennial Versus on Instagram. Until next time, guys. See ya.